Hey everyone, and welcome to Chef AJ Live. I'm your host, Chef AJ, and this is where I introduce you to amazing people like you who are doing great things in the world that I think you should know about. Well, today is day one, two, three, four, may the fourth be with you, of the Ultimate Raw Vegan Bundle produced by Lissa of Raw Food Romance and Chris Kendall of The Raw Advantage. And every day I'm having an extra show with one of the bundle participants, contributors. I'm actually in the bundle. I co-wrote a new book with Lissa, uh, volume two of our raw food book. But I have people coming on with their recipes in the books. And today I'm so excited because Miriam from, what's it called? Raw Food Freedom, the Raw Food Freedom course is going to be making a beet burger. And I'm so excited because so many burgers are just made with beans and there's nothing wrong with beans and lentils. They're healthy, but just one that is made without it, it's going to blow my mind. And I know it's going to blow yours. She's going to tell you all about how you can get this recipe, her recipes and the bundle at a ridiculously low price just until May 11th. When it's gone, it's gone for good. This is all new content, guys. If you bought any bundles before, you didn't buy this one because it has all new books worth almost $2,000. I think there's 40 or 50 books. Please welcome Miriam to the show. Nice to see you. Thanks for doing this. Thank you so much for having me on, Chef AJ. It's an honor and I oh, love to be here. It's my pleasure. I, I what You're in the Netherlands. What time is it there? It's a bit after 11 p.m. in the evening. Oh my God. To th- oh my God. I should have had you on sooner. I'm so sorry <laughs> to keep you up so late. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, show the picture that you showed me before coming on. People have to see. I will. Yeah. So today we're going to make uh, the beet burger recipe and it's a recipe from my bestseller book, Raw Food Feast. But actually um, I created a course, the Food Freedom course, and that is in the bundle. And I also put a few recipes from Raw Food Feast in the bundle. And that is this one, the beet burger. So this is the recipe that we're going to make today, but I'm going to show you to make a different bun because in the book, um, I actually made it with a, that is not part of the recipe, although I explain how you can make this, but it's a portobello bun. But I thought it's kind of fun because people can actually crack this already in the bundle. So let me show you a different bun in this life. A different bun. How fun different bun nice so tell us a little bit about yourself though before you even make the recipe or tell us about the bundle in your book in the bundle when did you get into raw food and you know because some people get into it immediately some people are vegan first and then transition to raw so what's your story Miriam yeah I also definitely transitioned um and it went over time but I started from a really young age um when I was about 15 or 16 I got super interested into nutrition food and um I always wanted to listen to my body and I noticed that I really felt really good if I didn't eat animal products and uh, things like that And uh, I looked into detoxification from a young age and I just knew this is it. And as I learned more and more, I also started noticing that my body just really thrives on fruit and on plant food. And so at a certain point, I ditched all the animal products and yeah, it makes me feel so great, so vibrant. So that is really the way to go. And I actually had never heard of raw food as a term, but um, when I heard of it, I was so interested. And when I dove into it, what it actually meant, I discovered that I was actually already living like a high raw plant food lifestyle. And uh, I think it's just the best. It makes you feel so alive, so much energy, glowing skin. I love it. Nice. How long ago has that been? Oh, I'm not really sure, but many years, like, because I've been eating for so many years like this. So a long time. <laughs> well, congratulations. Now, in the, are there other raw foodies in the Netherlands? Yeah, for sure. But I don't, I don't know, like, many people who, like, live like I do. But there are definitely, like, a lot of people who are interested in raw food and, I mean, it's not hard to eat raw food, right? Like a salad is already raw food if you don't eat any 
uh, cooked things in there. So it's, it's not hard to eat raw. Like the same, it's not hard to eat vegan foods. I think oftentimes people have all this, you know, thoughts like, oh, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be hard. And one of the reasons also why I actually made raw food feast is to show people it's, it's not hard. And it's so much fun actually to make so many different recipes that are easy to make, easy to eat and fun and tasty and super healthy. And I like what you said that so many burgers are actually made from beans. And I am also not really opposed to beans, but beans are pretty hard on the kidneys and hard to digest for the body. And so I really like to actually work with ingredients that are easy on the body and that provide a lot of energy. So yeah, um, I think that is great. And I also hope like through this, that more and more people actually start to enjoy raw foods and become acquainted with it. Right. And that Alyssa always says it's, it's not an all or nothing. And that's really the purpose that, of her bundles is to get people just yeah. to eat more raw food. I totally agree. You know, um, for me, it's still like for people just to enjoy more raw foods. Um, it's not about all or nothing for me too. Like, and, um, also for me, I am not a hundred percent raw and in reality, hardly anyone is because like cashew nuts, for example, you won't get them raw. <laughs> so if you really want to be very technical about it, like eating a hundred percent raw, hardly anyone does it. But also I, I do enjoy to eat sometimes like a cooked meal, for example, a curry or something like a soup. And I love that. But I eat mostly raw because it just gives me the most energy and it's so good for you because all the enzymes are still intact, all the vitamins, all the minerals. So it is super good for us. But I agree, it's not, it's not an all or nothing mindset. And that is also really why I created the Food Freedom Course because so many people do think in that way. And um, it's, it's such a... Um, how do you call it? Like a, a restrictive, right? Uh, and that's not necessary because you can enjoy however you want to live. And I, I really feel like the way that you live should come from a place from health, from freedom, because you want it to, and not because someone else says, oh, you need to eat a certain way because that is best. No, it needs to come from deep within and from your own convictions and that you understand when I eat this way, it makes me feel best. And I think that is what it's all about, that you really do what is, you know, from your heart. Nice. Any friends or family that follow your way of eating? Like completely like I live? No, yeah. no, no. So you're it, huh? Yeah, I'm it. But I also don't have like a big family. And with my friends, like they, they love the food for sure. But no, um, but I also don't require this from anyone. It's it's really all about freedom, right? Like live the way that you want to live. But I definitely love to inspire people. So a lot of the people that I know, they got into juicing and, you know, they have a good blender now. And I think that is really great that they, you know, are more aware of what is healthy and what is good for them. Yeah, nice. How many books have you written? Yeah, I've written three books. Um, my first book, uh, it was published a few years ago, and it's in Dutch, so only in my language. Oh. And yeah, it actually was a finalist uh, for an award. So that was kind of cool. And then my second book uh, is called Raw Food Immersion. And that is to help people actually who want to eat more raw food, how to transition. And it has a seven-day meal planner and a shopping list. And it really goes into detail, like why a raw food diet is so good for you. And then my, my last book, uh, Raw Food Feast, um, is available in both the ebook and in paperback. And what is kind of cool is that when it came out in paperback, it became a number one bestseller within 12 hours in three lists on Amazon. So that was super great to, to see that happening. 
Nice. Congratulations. Have yeah, you had a chance you. to check out any of the other books in the bundle? Can you say it again? Sorry. Have you, have you had a chance to check out any of the other books in this current bundle? For sure. I checked out your book and that of Lisa. I've checked out all books, by the way. I've, I've, uh, of course, you know, there are so many great resources in the bundle. You don't have time like to get really into every single book, but um, I have, I've checked them out, all of them. And I, I love them. So I checked out your book and of course Lisa's book and Daniel McKinnon. He has a great book again with so many, you know, creative ideas. I really love it. And of course, there are courses in there. Yeah, it's a lovely bundle. It are 40, yeah, exactly 40 resources. Have you uh, made any of the wraps from Lissa's set ham salad book? No, I have not. No, what I did make, um, I think it was yesterday. I think so. I made the zucchini cornbread by Daniel, and I'm going to taste it tomorrow. So I'm super excited about that. Oh, yeah. He has very creative recipes. Yes. I love his style. <laughs> nice. So um, how easy or hard or how difficult is the beef burger recipe? Oh, it's super easy. Yeah. Um, that's, that's one of the things that I actually like to create recipes that everyone can make. And um, this one, yeah, I mean... You know, you chuck all the ingredients in your food processor, you turn it on, <laughs> you make a nice burger and you put it in a dehydrator. And then after so many hours, it's, it's done and you put it on a bun or with a salad. You can also add it to a wrap, whatever you want, and you eat it. <laughs> That's great. Well, I can't wait to see it. Yeah, sure. Oh, I will share. Um what is in there and of course the recipe will later on be posted as well so no one will be missing out on the recipe but of course we need beet <laughs> and um later on i will also show how i make um you know the the burger itself but for now um what you use is uh a cup and a half of raw beet and you put that in a food processor and I recommend using a food processor over a blender, but you can use both. But a food processor is just easier to get it all mixed up. So I would recommend that. And then you also use a cup of carrots. And I always chop my ingredients. You don't have to finely chop it, but coarsely chop it. It just makes the process easier for both your food processor or your blender. We, we can't see your food processor, just so you know. No, I, I know because okay. I'm just putting all in the ingredients. That's why I was showing. Okay, um, got it. But then got later it. on, nice. I will definitely show it. Is that okay? Yeah, absolutely. Please do. Ross Chef Yin, who's going to be on the show Monday at 4 p.m., uh, is watching you live. Oh, hey, Yin. That's awesome. I love Yin and her, and her things that she's doing. She's adorable. Yeah. Yeah, I love her too. That's She's so creative. All the raw chefs are though. Really, I really, I think raw cuisine really takes uh, takes food to a, just a, such a creative level. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think for vegan already, that happens that people will start to find different ways. So they really come up with things that you're like, that is so great. And then I think raw vegan even goes a little bit beyond that, which is so fun. And then still, it's not hard to do. I know. I mean, you were talking about Dan McKinnon. Like, I mean, he makes things like corn dogs. I mean, it's crazy. how I know. Yeah. I made those corn dogs and they were so good. <laughs> yeah, it's great that he does that. Anyways, um, I also put fix in there. And I love to work with dried fruits because... It has a nice um, sweetness to a recipe, but also a really nice structure and also a lot of extra energy because in dried fruit, there are always a lot of minerals in it. So I like it because of that. Um, then about um, a half a cup of fresh parsley. I love to work with herbs because they just have so many healing properties and they taste great. 
And then I also use um, psyllium husk powder. And why I am really a fan of that is because it's so good for the cut. And it also works as a binder. So it's this win-win situation with adding that. And then you also do blonde flaxseed. Um, and I make it into a meal. Well, you can do that yourself, like make the meal yourself or buy it store-bought. But um, the reason why I like to make it myself, I just do that in a blender. So I put the blonde flax seeds in a blender and then, you know, you shortly blend it and you cut your meal. And the reason why I do it is because then you don't have a lot because it tends to um, get a bit gross fairly soon, you know, or rancid, I think is the right word. When... Um, it's too long already in a meal. So I, I prefer just to buy the seeds and then make my own. And then um, with garlic, this is one garlic clove and I minced it. And I like to actually mince my garlic about 10 minutes before I use it because there's an element in it called allicin and it actually has a lot of healing properties. And uh, earlier that you crush your um, garlic, the sooner those elements can start to work. So it's better to always have your garlic crushed like a minute or 10 before you actually start using it. And then I've got also onion powder and mustard powder. So these are all the ingredients. So I think that's not too bad, right? <laughs> And um, I'll turn on my food processor, which is going to be a little bit noisy. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, 7 p.m. tonight, Dr. Esselstyn, the first 500 people can be on the Zoom with him so he can see you. The information was sent out on Tuesday. If you're not on my mailing list at chefaj.com, please sign up so that you can find out about great opportunities like this. If you can't get on the Zoom, you can always watch here on YouTube, but it'd be fun to see him and then he can see you. If you bought the bundle, maybe mention it in the chat and what recipes you've made and what recipes you've liked. And has anyone made the wraps yet? Those look amazing. I made the rugula. I showed you yesterday on the show, Debbie Adler's rugula. Very delicious. Not too hard to make. Actually, I didn't have dessert today. Maybe I'll have one right after the show. Okay. So this is how it looks when it's processed. And um, what I like to do is actually use a scale because I like my burgers to be equally sized in portion. Of course, you can eyeball it, but I like to use this. You don't have to, whatever you like. And what I do then, I put it all in a cup and I will now um, change my camera so that you can actually see how well I make the burger. Nice. Which, dehydra which dehydrator do you have? The Excalibur? No, I don't. I have the um, Sedona Combo. Oh, nice. Yeah, I love it so much because it's got, it's got two different compartments. And so when you only, you know, are using three or four trays, then, um, let me just check this for one sec. <laughs> okay. I will not use everything right now because, you know, for the sake of just showing how to make them. So there's about 300 grams in there. And then I will use now for about um, 100 grams per burger but you can also use more like 125 or 150 you can either make four or six burgers so what i 
got here. I will show it in a moment. But I've got a mold. And I really like oh, <laughs> using this mold. And then this is the top. And when you put that on top, you can actually squeeze it into a really nice burger. You can also, of course, form it with your hands. It's all good. And now you can just get it out. I always press in the sides a little bit. And then this part is still under and you just carefully remove it. And here you've got like a perfect sized burger. Oh that looks like an actual burger. I know. And I don't know if you can see it, but it has like these, even these little stripes on there. Yeah. So you ask how hard or easy it is to make this burger. As you see, it's super easy. And you just repeat this process until you have all your burgers made. And um, I'm gonna flip it up. I hope this works, yeah. And um, this is actually how the burger looks when it's dehydrated. Man, I want that so bad. That looks delicious. Yeah, I wish I could I could give it to you like this and that you could take a bite. Oh. That would be great. But super easy, super flexible, and super tasty. So this is so good. So what, what you do, and, and as you can see, um, I'll put this one on top. You see how this one is smaller? Yeah. But it was the exact same size as this. So what happens when you dehydrate it? You know, it gets all the liquid out, makes it dry. And that's also why you can use it way longer um, and store it in your fridge, actually. You don't have to eat everything in one go. You know, you can just keep them for a few weeks if you keep them in an airtight container. And of course, that um, depends on how your fridges and everything, but usually that should be fine to do. But of course you wanna eat it like as quickly as possible. Well, actually that's what I would do. <laughs> so yeah, it's super easy. And what you do then with these burgers, you make four or six of them, whatever you like. If you like a thicker burger, make it with about 150 grams. If you like a thinner one, make it with about 100 grams. So this is about 3.5 ounces. And then you put it in a dehydrator. Um, I like to first do it for two hours on a bit of a higher temperature and then let it change to a lower temperature because it's more economical and then the burger is still raw, but it takes less time to make the burger. And then they're ready to assemble which is something that we can do now. That'd be great. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so as I shared at the beginning, you can either choose to make a um, portobello bun or you can use a iceberg lettuce. And it's so simple because you just chop it through the middle and then you use the outer leaves and you you know, you start to wrap them a little bit so that they actually start forming like this Pac-Man thing. And then you start filling it up with whatever you like. You can do really anything that your heart desires. There is no rules like this or that needs to be part of the burger. Just do whatever you love. But what I made to put on the burger today, I will show. It's a barbecue sauce. And I love barbecue sauce, <laughs> so that's why. I also marinated carrots. This is also, by the way, a recipe from Raw Food Feast. I love to marinate carrots. It's so simple. You can, you know, chuck it to salads, on wraps, 
burgers, bagels, whatever. It makes it look good. It makes it taste good. So it's really good. <laughs> and there's, um, there's a, excuse me, there's a question from Stephanie. Could you eat the burger without dehydrating it? Well, I would I would hydrate it, but you can because it's it's raw food. So it's totally fine. But um I'm well, let me just have a little bite to see how it I've never tried it. Um yeah, what's it like un undehydrated? Yeah. Well, I was thinking, um, of course it's fine, but I was thinking about the facilium husk powder and the flexseed, like what would that do? It tastes fine, but it definitely tastes different because this really has structure. You see, I can this holds together. If I would do that to that undehydrated burger, it would fall apart if I would do that. So the structure has definitely changed. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah. Any other questions? I'm looking. Let's see. Huh. Okay. Oh, I would not question a comment. Yin said she made the stuffed mushroom recipe from Make It Raw Volume 2, and it was really good. And oh, good. Mushroom fajita wraps by Lissa, and it was amazing. So that's great. Good that somebody is trying the recipes because. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Nice. You know, that's also the fun thing about the bundle. You know, all these recipes are all of a sudden like coming out. And then still months later, or sometimes even a year or longer, people are letting you know, hey, I made this or that, and it's so good. And then they tell, I got your book in the bundle, or it's just so much fun because it gives so much pleasure for a long time, right? Yep. Monique wants to know, Miriam, are you from the Netherlands? I am. Yep. Nice. I'm a Dutchie. Cool. So how are you going to plate it? Yep. I'm going to show that. I am actually um, um, going to make the, um, the burger now. And then we are going to stuff it with a lot of goodness. Have you ever frozen the burgers after you've dehydrated them? Um, did I also freeze the beet burgers? I'm not sure if I did uh, freeze the beet burgers, but what I have done, I've frozen, for example, my wraps um, to test if they would taste good after I would defreeze them again, and they would be fine after tying them. So. Yeah, I've just never, um, no, I don't think I've ever, oh, wait, no, that was not a burger. But I have frozen burgers for sure, and then saw them, and they were still good to go. I think they are a little bit more moist, probably, afterwards with the beet burgers. But yeah, that, that wouldn't really matter, I think. Just, yeah, just try it, you know, it can never hurt to try it. Uh, Stephanie says, did I hear you say you use blonde flax seeds? And if so, why? Yes, that you heard well, Stephanie. Yeah, the reason why I use blonde um, is because the color, actually, it's just, it makes uh, a recipe just looks better. And with a beet burger, I mean, beet is such an overpowering color, right? So whether you use brown or blonde, it wouldn't really matter. But with, um, for example, a flatbread last year, we uh, did the satar flatbread on this show. And um, I would then, I, I only have blonde flex meal because, you know, it's so easy to use and I don't want to have too many ingredients. I already really have a lot of ingredients in my kitchen. Um, but if you would use, uh, for example, brown, because also the dehydration process does something, your, your end product will also be of a different color. So that's, that's the only reason, really. 
I hope that makes sense. Yep, thank you. Uh, Gina says, when you use the portobello mushroom, do you dehydrate it, freeze it, use it raw? Good question. What I um, usually do, um, I marinate it. So I make the marinade and I let it just sit in there. However, I also have the, the, the marinade is actually from the marvelous mushroom recipe. And if I make the marvelous mushrooms, which are so great as well to add to salads or wraps, I actually do put them in the dehydrator for about two hours because the, the taste just gets a bit more intense. So you can also definitely do that with the portobello bun. You can actually just, you know, time it like that. You think, oh, the last two hours that my burgers are in the dehydrator, I add the buns as well. So you can do either way, whatever you like. And when you um, dehydrate the portobello one, then it will actually become a little bit softer. So that might be a nicer taste when you eat the burger as having the whole portobello bun being, you know, that will be a bit more tough to eat, but you can do it either way, whatever you like. Yep. Lynn is pointing out that golden flax seeds have a more nutty taste. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, but for me, I wouldn't um, do it for that because overall in the whole recipe, personally, I don't make, for me, it doesn't make a lot of difference in taste, but that's that's personal because I add so many other ingredients that the herbs and spices basically rule, but that's true. So if you would add, for example, the flax seeds to, you know, some um, smoothie or something, um, with not a lot of ingredients, then you would taste more the difference between the two. So it's good, good call. Nice. Uh, Gina says, please just give us a quick recap of the marinade. Um, I don't think I, I shared the recipe of the marinade, oh. but I can. <laughs> well, how can she? So it wouldn't be a recap. It would be the first yeah. time saying it. Exactly. I was like, what? <laughs> But I can. Let me look it up. And um, Stephanie says, I heard that we should not consume mushrooms raw. When it's dehydrated, is that considered cooked? Or how on a raw lifestyle would you get in cooked mushrooms? Yeah. Um, you know, I've heard that too. Um, and, and I tend to disagree, um, you know, because um, uh, first of all, no, they are not considered cooked, but, they're, but they say about so many things, you should not eat this raw, it's poisonous, you shouldn't eat that raw, it's not good. But I am a firm believer that most things are actually, you can eat it raw without issues. And unless you really know it's not okay, but then you can ask yourself, should I eat it cooked as well then? So I think if you really cannot eat it raw, Maybe you should not eat it cooked too. <laughs> and um, I have never had any issues eating mushrooms raw. Never. I love it. So if you don't think it's okay, then I think don't do it. But I think it's okay. Okay. Anyway, the marvelous mushroom recipe. It's very simple. Um, this recipe is for about four portions. So it's three, three tablespoons of coconut aminos, one tablespoon of date paste, a half teaspoon of sweet paprika powder, sorry, and a quarter teaspoon ground black pepper. So you just stir all of that and that's it. And what's kind of nice to do when you're marinating your portobello buns, as you can see, I actually put sesame seeds on top. And so people really need to look twice, like is that the real bun or is the portobello bun i like that oh man that's cool yep okay i'm going to flip the camera again a little bit so that you actually can see how i assemble the the bun if that's okay so yep okay great so you can make a really big bun or you can make a smaller bun whatever you like i just did like this you see it are just a few leaves wrapped together and you can do 
you know, start however you like it, but I like to start with a sauce. So as I shared before, I have a barbecue sauce, a sweet barbecue sauce. And um, I, I really enjoy barbecue sauce. So I just spread that like for about half on it. And uh, here we go. And then I actually already just put the burger in here. So as you can see, if you flip it, you will have this, but we've got a lot of space. So we're gonna fill that up. And I just do a little bit more of the sauce on top. This is a super healthy sauce. You cannot overdo it on the sauce in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, barbecue sauce is my favorite condiment. Oh, as well, yeah. What other sauces do you like? I like mustard, but I like barbecue sauce the best. Yeah, I hear you. I guess there's somebody else that's a Dutchie watching because she said, uh, where'd she say? Nice to know there are a, more, a few more Dutchies here. Time for a potluck somewhere in the Netherlands. Oh, that sounds really uh, good. Look me up on Instagram. Let's connect. And Claudia says, where can we get the barbecue sauce and the carrot stuff? Oh, yeah. Well, both the barbecue sauce and the marinated carrots are both part um, of the raw food feast book. So you can get them there. I'll put so what link. I, um, sorry, sorry. Yeah, the link to buy it from you is right in the show notes, which is underneath the video on YouTube. Yeah. So I put um, some, um, how do you call it? Tomato. <laughs> Tomato on there. And I'm going to put like some marinated carrots. I'm going to do some cucumber. I like avocado. I think it's just such a fun ingredient because it's, it's very nice just eating like this. But also, you know, you can make dips, sauces, whatever you like with it. It's just such a fantastic um, product from nature. <laughs> well, it's a bit slippery today. <laughs> <laughs> So that's great. And here, I mean, how pretty is this? This is, um, I call it pickled onion. No salt is involved though. See, if people could get this food easily, I think everybody would eat this way. Yeah, but it is easy. No, so, it's easy when, oh. Wait, talk so we can see it. You have to oh, talk. Oh, so sorry. So sorry. I'll put um, the camera back and then here. So this is so easy to make, right? And it's so, I'm going to take a bite because this is so tasty. This is so good. <laughs> it's mm. amazing. And is the sauce recipe also in your book? People yeah. says it's gorgeous, your burger. Mm. And even if it wasn't gorgeous, it's just so good, right? So seriously, this is, this is just how easy it is to make raw burgers. It's healthy, it's fun, it's tasty, it's great. So tell us, what do you eat in a day usually? Oh, every morning I start my day with juicing. That, that is like, I do not compromise on juicing. And um, I've, I've got an amazing juicer. I won't name the brand, but I've got an amazing juicer. And it actually is like a blender because you can open up the top, put all the ingredients in there. 
and turn it on. And in the meantime, you can do other things. And what I usually do in the meantime is actually prep the ingredients for my next juice because I make a few juices. And the great thing about juicing is on top of all the other fruit and plant food that I eat in a day, you get so many nutrients into your body. Your cells are fat and hydrated on the best level ever. So I love it. And um, I um, eat a lot of smoothies. I love smoothies, um, especially cream smoothies, because the leafy greens, they are so full of minerals and we really need a lot of minerals. It's very important for uh, the stomach acid, for example. Strong stomach acid is essential for our health. And, you know, it's actually the only part in the body that should be acidic and the rest should be alkaline. However, a lot of us actually have all sorts of other parts in the body that are alkaline to some levels, which is, or sorry, acidic, sorry, to some levels, which is not okay. So the only acid, acidic place should be the stomach. A lot of people also, they struggle with parasites or fungi. And in a healthy body, they would not survive because the stomach acid would deal with it right away. So that's a really interesting one. And to uh, leafy greens are so full of minerals and minerals really, you know, have a great influence on the levels of your stomach acid. So this is one of the reasons why I think it's so important that we should all Get our greens in, our fruit and our greens. Those two, they're most important. And yes, vegetables are important too. However, they usually say it's about fruit and vegetables. And I always say it's about fruit and leafy greens because the nutritional value of leafy greens is far superior of that of vegetables. So that are like little interesting things I think to know and then you can focus on that like hey actually I should eat a lot of fruit and leafy greens so that's what I do so I start with my juices mostly leafy green juices and I also like to make for example a fruit juice but I focus on the leafy greens and then smoothies and then for lunch I have a fruit meal or a salad or a wrap whatever I like and during the morning as well, by the way, I eat a lot of fruit, ripe fruit, water-rich fruit. Um, it's so important to be high in your carbs, to be successful, uh, you know, on, on any lifestyle. But carbs from unrefined sugar, so carbs from fruit, that's what it's all about. That's where the magic happens, you know. And then in the afternoon, I usually have another smoothie or I enjoy a raw cracker. And this is something fun too, by the way. Um, with the juicing, of course, you have pulp. But you can actually reuse the pulp. So also, if you make beet juice, you can actually use the beet pulp to make these burgers. You can also use pulp, for example, from carrots to make a carrot cake. And in Raw Food Feast, I also share a recipe. Uh, it's called a pulp uh, cracker so <laughs> Wait, did you, you say poop? did you say poop crackers poop like the poop the 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 waste which is not oh my waste God, I thought you said thing. poop okay you did say poop I'm so sorry that's <laughs> funny not... <laughs> yeah it's the accent right that's funny it messes things up I know I'm used to it I sometimes like seen a look in people's eyes there I'm like okay they are not getting what I'm saying I'm not sure which word gets twisted but something isn't right here <laughs> yeah so pull p-u-l-p oh yeah. pulp. okay <laughs> that's so funny I thought you were making poop crackers okay pulp is much better okay Ooh, I'm glad we're on one line now. That's funny. <laughs> it is. You can use that stuff <laughs> to make all sorts of delicious raw ingredients, raw recipes as well. So you can make wraps with the pulp. You can make burgers, flatbreads, cookies, cake, whatever you like. So it's fantastic. So anyway, I have like crackers or another smoothie or more fruit in the afternoon. And for dinner, it differs. I love to eat wraps. I love to eat bagels. 
you know, those kind of things. And, and as I said uh, before, sometimes I like to eat a cooked meal. And then if I do, it's usually a curry or some soup because those things I really enjoy. Nice. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, uh, Apple says that she follows you on Instagram and that you're just lovely and she can't wait to make your mineral wraps. Yes. Oh, that's lovely. That's actually a recipe that I created for the food freedom course. But I also shared it on Instagram. Oh, please let me know. Hook me up, like DM me on Instagram so that I know who you are. And also let me know how you like the recipe. Yeah. And, you know, the mineral wraps, uh, what I did with that, I love to work with sea moss and also with chlorella because they are both nutrient powerhouses. And again, so high in minerals, which is so important for our body. And so I added both to, to the, the rep recipe. And uh, sea moss has, so it's high in minerals, but what is nice too, it adds a, a, a certain pliability to the rep, which is nice. Um, and then the chlorella, it's just a superfood from nature. So it's so good. So it really amps up the nutrient value and it gives a beautiful cream color to the red. Nice. Wonderful. So the food freedom course, is it, a, is it like a, is it a virtual course? They take it self-paced. How does that work? Yeah, it's um, a course with uh, three different modules. Let's get rooted, wholesome, and nourish your freedom. And within those modules, you can follow lessons. And um, most lessons are video lessons, but then there are also a lot of comprehensive work um, books and guides attached to that. And one of the things that I find so important is that you find your why and your how. Because your why is going to be your goal or goals in life. For example, the reason why I live the way that I live is because I want to get really old in a super healthy way. I want my body to be flexible and I want my spirit to be strong. I want my body to be strong. You know, so that is that is my goal in life. And that that has become my why. And um, a lot of people, they haven't really established why they want to eat a lot of raw, for example, but they do it. And also, there are quite a number of people in the raw food community that struggle quite a bit with being fully raw. Well, as we already talked about, uh, that all or nothing mindset isn't really helpful for anyone. You know, it shouldn't be about restrictions. It should really be about freedom that you live from your heart in health and freedom and so that course really grows to certain steps to help you reach that freedom and for you to also really establish your why like what is my why and if, you know you have to, um, for example one guide book goes through takes you through all sorts of questions and you need to answer those things and it really makes you think and sit and of course the important thing is be honest when you go through those exercises to, to dig, dig deep and come in connection with your soul, with your longings, with your wants. And so um, it sounds maybe a little bit heavy, <laughs> but it's really important to, you know, come to a place where you just really enjoy life and where you're not like occupied with oh, can I eat this or can I eat that? That you just know that, you know, this is what I can eat. This is healthy. This is what my body responds well to and so on. And it also teaches a lot about nutrition and why I am convinced that a high raw fruit and plant food lifestyle is so, so good for you. And then the last chapter gives hacks and helps you to create healthy habits. It shares some recipes like the beet burger recipe. And um, yeah, also all sorts of downloads, guides, um, how to um, do budget shopping, for example, is included, you know? So it's, 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 it's extensive. 
and it builds. So first you're going to get rooted and then you learn more about the body, soul and spirit realm. And then you're going to learn how to nourish that freedom, how to stay and stick to it. Great. Well, thank you so much. And uh, if people want to follow you, where's the best way to connect? Yeah, on Instagram would be the best way or my website. So it's either rawfoodfeast.com or rawfoodfeast on Instagram. Nice. Well, thank you. And guys, if you want to get the book, you got to get them uh, right away or at least by the 11th, because once it's gone, it's gone. Yeah, it's. it's uh, so. You... Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Do you ever get to the United States? Oh, yes. I love the States. I I do. It's uh, I actually lived there for about two years in California. And um, I I think it's a wonderful country. Oh, nice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You also know uh, Alan Goldhammer, right? I love Alan Goldhammer. Yes. Do you know him? Yeah. No. Well, I don't know him personally, but I really hope I will get to meet him. And actually, I would really like to do a 40-day water fast under his guidance or um, under Frank Sabatino's guidance. Actually, I want to have them both. That is that is the real deal. <laughs> And for that, I would also need to go to the States. So if everything works out, I might do that next year. Wow, that's about two hours from me. That Have you ever oh. done a water fast before? No, I haven't. And the reason I have done um, for more than three months uh, a, juice, a juice feast, I call it a feast because I think it's a feast for my body. And that was just super wonderful. But water fasting, I know it's very powerful too. And of course you can do for a day or maybe three days by yourself. But I think it's better to not do it because you do not know how your body's going to respond to it. So I think it's really wise to do things like that under guidance. So that's the reason why I haven't done it yet. Nice. So uh, Gina S says, I love roasted beets. Will eating raw beets make me poop red? <laughs> Well, I'm not sure. You tell me if that happens to you. I don't know how your body works, but I, I do not have that. No. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, it's a good right. question. That's funny. Well, thank you so much. That recipe looks so delicious. Thank you so much. All right. You take care, Miriam. And thanks all of you for watching another episode of Chef AJ Live. Please come back in about four hours for a very special evening with Dr. Esselstyn. The first 500 people can be on the Zoom with us. The rest you can watch right here on YouTube. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye.